sigh it out. <sighs> Health and wellness, tarot cards, sexuality, some spiritual shit, and anything you want to talk about. I'm Exotic Priestess, and I invite you to the Exotic Priestess podcast where we discuss a variety of juicy topics. So please sit back, relax, sip some water or wine, puff your vape, take some CBD oil, or just simply enjoy the sweet aromas of essential oils. This is an exotic chill session. Hi, my loves. Welcome to the Exotic Priestess podcast. I am Exotic Priestess. And I'm with the shits today. I am. I am, as a matter of fact. But first and foremost, on June 18th to July 12th, Mercury is going retrograde, which means all kinds of communication is going to be centered around confusion. Maybe a little bit of fuckery, maybe a little bit of miscommunicate, a lot of miscommunication. Um... And what this is going to teach us is to learn from this by, what's the word I'm looking for? By kind of not trying to move towards miscommunicating with others, trying to learn how to just stay away from that communication uh, uh miscommunication or the fuckery and if you have been living under a god dang rock you probably don't know what's going on in the world right now besides COVID-19 and the reason why there is so much anger and intensity behind my voice is because the sequence of events that is happening or occurring right now, it triggers something within me and certain experience that I have personally endured in relevance to police harassment, police brutality, police just not doing their jobs. And I'm not talking about all cops, so please shut the fuck up with that. I'm not talking about all cops. I'm not talking about all policemen. I'm talking about the ones that literally have so much fucking hate in their heart. And in addition to that, they don't do their job. And I know you see it. I know you see it. And that's the thing that pisses me off is that you see it, but you choose to ignore it. Okay, let me sip my drink real quick. Mm. 
So hopefully by the time that we get to this retrograde, people will come to a better understanding of why not even black people anymore, but so many people are tired of the fucking shit. Are tired of not getting... And, and, and black people, yes, we are tired of not having our voices heard. We're sick of it. We're exhausted. It's no longer just... It's not even it's not even complaining. It's we're tired. We're exhausted. Even other countries are tired of racist people's shit. Tired. Like we have people out there that are literally protesting from internationally. When that shit hits international levels, you know it gets it's out of hand. You know it. I posted a Facebook post, I want to say about one or two days ago. And it stated, if you are a white person that I know, and if the words white supremacy and Black Lives Matter bother you or make you feel uncomfortable, you are a part of the issue. You're a part of the issue. You could be a small part. You could be a big ass, fat ass part, but you're a part of the issue. And it's the truth. It's, it's the truth. And, it, and even posting that, I felt almost uncomfortable posting that because I'm like, I'm going to step on some people's toes. But at the same time, trying to protest peacefully and tiptoe around certain issues led to not being heard. Nothing that anybody did in reference to a protest was acceptable. Nothing was fucking acceptable. Peaceful protest wasn't acceptable. Martin Luther King still got shot. Malcolm X still got shot. It doesn't matter. And you know it doesn't. So the only way for voices to be heard, including the voices of the allies of these angered black people, including myself, and when I say allies, I mean white allies, uh, Indian, black, Ital- anybody, Italian, uh, from Great Britain, uh, allies, people who protest out there and who are also doing something about it and who are also pissed off. Just tired. Like, nothing gets fixed by being a fucking racist trying to kill black people or just people in general. But the reason why I'm saying black people is because we are hot on the fucking radar of being murdered openly on the streets. Openly murdered. It's not even hidden anymore. It's, they don't give a fuck about being recorded anymore. My sister, who 
got received her PhD from Vanderbilt University in community research and action. Posted a picture of her holding a notebook with letters scribbled on the paper with magic marker saying, stop killing black people. (laughs) I shared it. I shared it. Um... (laughs) One of my wife's, um, she was she was her sponsor. She's a specialist in the military. She's a um, also a white woman. Um, I love her dearly. She literally posted video. I want to say screenshot videos of her. <laughs> Blocking fucking racist ass douchebags talking. Okay, let me just say this. It's one thing to be ignorant of what's going on. One thing. It's another thing to know what's going on and talk shit about the people and make jokes about the people who died behind the hands of racists race uh, especially race especially racist cops and i for one am angered about that because the lack of punishment that occurs to these horrific mediocre looking racist fucks the lack of punishment is ridiculous the um system um a country founded on racism a country founded on racism of course demonstrates a system that will constantly fail anybody that is not a white man in and white supremacy is definitely a real thing it is definitely a real thing it is something that is displayed constantly pretty much everywhere Everywhere in the United States. I couldn't even... I couldn't even use my CBD oil, you guys, today recording this. Like, I'm drinking Captain Morgan. Like, I need a drink. I need a drink. Because today at my job has also been something that just kind of opened my eyes to the people like that... I work with and whom I still love because I'm a type of person that will not put politics in between a friendship. That's just me. But at the same time, if you bring up the politics, expect me to say something about it, in my opinion. Because politics should not be discussed at work. 
But anyways, um, there was a post also about a spiritualist, a beautiful African-American woman holding some sage to a line of cops at a peaceful protest. It was a picture. And I reposted it and was like a whole mood. And that's really how I feel. Like, as a spiritualist and as someone who does practice manifestations and spiritual work, I am a firm believing of hexing not just anyone who says the rudest shit about someone dying behind the hands of a racist or someone dying behind the hands of just a murderer, but hexing the fucking white supremacist system. Like, hex it all. Hex it all. And the thing is, is that people don't understand the importance of the last words of these African-American people who die behind the hands of racists. Like, honestly, it... (laughs) It's beyond me. It is beyond me that you can't understand the anger behind someone who decides to riot. Especially after peacefully protesting for years. Not days, not months. (sighs) For years. Decades peaceful and still get killed by some racist prick the last words of george floyd was i can't breathe the last words of eric gardner was i can't breathe the last words of trayvon martin was why are you following me for the last words of sean bell was I love you too. Look these names up, you fucking idiots. And I'm not talking about all of y'all. I'm sorry. I'm talking about, I, I just, I, I can sense someone asking, who the hell are these? Look them up, you fucking idiot. And I say that out of love. <laughs> Look them up. The last words of Walter Scott was that, was they tasing me. The last words of Natasha McKenna in 2015 was you promised me you wouldn't fucking kill me. Not fucking kill me. You promised me you wouldn't kill me. If those words don't put a chill, bring a chill to your spine, then you have no fucking soul. None. Zero. Sorry, you don't. You don't. You don't have a soul. Black, white, yellow, green, blue, whoever the fuck you are, whatever race you are, you have zero soul. And it's okay. For me, because I know I have a soul. But for you, I'm sorry for you because you don't. One of my 
sisters, my yoga sisters, my yoga mentor, she posted something about um, about George Floyd and someone, I guess, kind of disagreed with her. No, I'm not even going to say kind of, totally disagreed with her. And she just straight up told them. And here's the quote from her, and I love this. I should have reposted this, but the quote from her post responding to this man was that when years of peaceful protests fall on deaf ears, I'm going to say that again, when years of peaceful protests fall on deaf ears, the people get fed up and defiant and it's, that, and, and it's recorded in history, it's shown throughout history. People act like the riots, and don't get me wrong, I'm not for the looting. I'm not. I won't do it. But people act like looting and riots and protests are something that black people have been doing. And number one, with the with the whole looting thing, with black people aren't the only people that were looting. If you look at all of those fucking videos, you will see different races looting and still blame and you still find a way to blame a black person for shit like you're trying to justify the shit and that's how i know that some of you fucks are just evil and have no soul i'm sorry you don't and that's that's the truth you don't have a soul um (laughs) where was i going with this i'm so sorry But yeah, when years of peaceful protests fall on deaf ears, the people get fed up and defiant. And it's recorded throughout history. It has been shown throughout history that people protest, um, riot, burn shit to the ground, loot or whatever. um, Just to make a statement when you're not listening, when you're deaf, when you're not trying to listen, when you hear it, but you don't want to listen. Let me let me give you some de- definitions real quick for the dummies in the back. <sighs> a protest in the dictionary says the pro- a protest is an action or statement expressing disapproval of or objection to something or to express objection to what someone has done. That's a protest. I'm going to say it again. A protest is an action or statement expressing disapproval of or objection to something or to express objection to what someone has done. Objection. Protest, right? First measures. Peaceful protest. Now, what is a riot? A riot is a violent disturbance of the peace by a crowd. Okay, and looting. Looting is defined as stealing goods, typically during a war or a riot. A riot, a violent disturbance of the peace by a crowd. A uh, looting, stealing goods, typically um, during a war or a riot. During a war or a riot. Those sequence of events occur from protest to riot to looting because people don't listen. If you don't want looting, 
don't let something lead to a riot. If you don't like to see a riot, don't make don't do something stupid and dumb and cold hearted to make people protest. If you don't want to see anybody protest, don't do anything stupid and dumb and cold hearted to lead people to protest. If you want, like, seriously, it's a sequence of events, protests to riot to looting. What's the solution, Rika? What's What's the solution, exotic priestess? Stop killing black people. Stop murdering us openly in the streets. Stop it because black people are not going to take this shit for long. I am so serious. I'm not saying I'm not out there doing this shit. I'm not out there looting. No, I'm not. But I will say this. What the fuck do you expect someone, a group of people that have been pretty much oppressed all of our life, all, all your life. What the fuck do you expect? Like, what do you expect to happen when you don't fucking listen and respond? And, and at least, at least, I'm sorry, this man deserves a death penalty. A life for a life. A life for a life. I used to didn't believe in the death penalty, but people don't understand that throughout history, people were put to death and it it was better for, for an organization or for a population of people. Like when people are put to death that have done wrong or that have hurt somebody or murdered somebody, put them to death. And these protests are international they're international. You know it's a pres- you know it's an issue. It's a pressed issue when something goes international. It's all over Italy, it's all over Berlin, Great Britain in the United States across the country. It's this man's death led to people protesting overseas. <laughs> overseas this is so triggering for me and people say okay don't act through emotion blah 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 right and in, in reference to looting motherfuckers don't understand that and I'm cursing so much on this episode because y'all need to understand my anger motherfuckers don't understand that these museums and like a lot of the things that we stand on was from the result of looting and stealing and you're like you're probably saying Yeah, but it's 2020. Why is there no change? Exactly. It's 2020. Why is there no change? Why are we still protesting over the same bullshit from decades ago? Like, it was wrong then, which is why there were leaders such as Dr. King who spoke out against, and Malcolm X who spoke out against the shit. It's wrong. And we're still doing it. Not we're, excuse me. I'm not. I'm not killing black people on the streets. I'm sorry, not me. I'm too busy trying to speak up for us 
and to protest and to share information and to share my emotion behind it. A colleague of mine, a couple of colleagues of mine back in 2000 and I want to say 2014 went to a nightclub in Savannah. Um, I don't remember if we were on the way there or if we were driving back from Savannah, but I do remember one thing. We drove through one of the most hip town fucking country ass hick town places that we have ever seen. And my friend got pulled over. Three black women, grad students, all getting degrees from the same college, all getting degrees in public health or healthcare administration, master's degrees at that, graduate students. Just trying to have fun, just trying to go home or go to the club, minding our own business. My friend was speeding. Under, you know, she got pulled over. Understandable, right? We were complying to everything. Every, every, everything. I don't even think we had any drinks yet. That's right. We were on the way to the club because we didn't have any drinks yet. We were going to buy drinks there. And um, he kept shining the flashlights in every single one of our faces and it was really irritating me. I wasn't I wasn't showing or saying anything, but it was really irritating to me because he kept shining the flashlights in our faces and they the lights were bright. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, sir, all you need to do is mainly shine the flashlight on my friend who's getting out her license and registration. You know, he was all up in the window. And I still didn't say anything. None of us did. We were try- we were trying to comply. And we were complying. Excuse me, not trying. And then he asked us, are there any drugs in the car? Did you guys do any drugs? And we were like, <laughs> no, sir. Like, I just kind of kept a smile on my face and faced forward. No, sir. We were just... Three grad students on the way to have a good time because we've been studying too hard. And he took her license, her registration, and then just took the longest time in the world. Like, I know it takes a minute to check things. But my friend also kept saying, I never got a ticket before. I'm so mad at myself. And I'm just like, what the fuck is he searching for? She said she never got a ticket before. Like, we've been out there for like a good 30 minutes waiting on this guy. And then I started to notice that he kept bobbing up and down. His head kept bobbing up and down in the rear view mirror. And I'm like, what is he doing? Like, is that how you check, you know, license and registration and things like that? We still didn't get out the car. So this fucker um, came back, gave her her license and registration, pretty much was like, you were 10 minutes, I mean, 10 miles above the speed limit. You know, here's your ticket. Um, 
next time pay attention to the speech, you know, just kind of going on and on saying, repeating things over and over again, like we're dumb and wasting our time. And he was like, you can go ahead and go now. He didn't even say you ladies have a good night and be safe. He said, you guys can go ahead and go now. So she, my friend, sat there and looked at her ticket. And she was upset. And I kid you not, not even 30 seconds later, this fucking cop pulled off. He sped off, almost looked like he was about to hit the back of her car. And... And and it just kind of looked, I don't know what the hell he was doing. It was just very sp- suspicious to see him bobbing his head up and down in the rearview mirror like he was reaching down on the ground to do something. But as soon as this fucker sped off, not even 20 seconds later after he sped off, there was a big ass fire behind her car. A big ass fire. And I was like... Holy shit, let's get the fuck up out of here. (laughs) And she put the car in like drive and just sped off. And she was kind of, we were talking and we were like, I kind of feel like going home right now, but I don't want to let this prick ruin our night. And it was just like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I understand that cops have, a certain authority but to to be kind of just like fucking rude about shit like i guess that's what gets me or trigger happy not necessarily not even rude fuck being rude you could be rude to me i would rather for you to be rude to me than fucking trigger happy be rude to me what the fuck whatever i can take it you're you're a dick whatever but um yeah you can definitely be rude to me over being trigger happy And speaking of trigger happy, another incident occurred with me and my wife when um, we were on the way of driving. We we went out on a date to sit out um, outside because she had a Jeep then. We went out on a date. We were sitting and then um, just outside looking at the stars somewhere downtown. And then when we pulled out of the parking lot, she kind of just sped a little bit and the cop pulled her over and we pulled over, complied immediately. And the cop came and was like, ma'am, do you know how fast you were going? Um, And she said, I believe I was five miles, five, six miles above the speed limit. You know, and I do apologize. And he was like, can I see your license and registration? Asking for all that shit that they need. And she was like, I need to reach in my glove compartment to get it. And he was like, sure. And as soon as she opened her glove compartment, our son's toy gun was in there. And you can fucking tell it was a fucking water gun toy. And it just kind of like fell out. And he, this cop, the the speed that this fucking old fart of a cop put his hand, the speed that it took for him to put his hand on his gun. 
was ridiculously fast. He put his hand on his gun and he was like, put your hands on the steering wheel. That toy gun will get you shot. Still hands on his gun. Hands still on his gun about to pull it out. And she was like, so you're aware. My wife was like, so you're aware it's a toy gun. My hands are on the wheel, sir. You're aware it's a toy gun. He was like, I'm just saying, keep your hands on, keep your hands on the steering wheel. And she, he was like, now, now get your wallet. Like he was telling her to do like 8,000 things at once. And she was like, no, sir, I'm not taking my hand off the steering wheel with your hand on your gun because I'm not about to have you shooting my, me and my wife in our car. And he was like, well, I need to look at your license. So what are we going to do? And she was like, well, you can walk over to the other side and get my license for me because I'm not taking my hands off the steering wheel. And he slowly walks on the other side of the car with his hand still on his gun, um, pretty much looking like he was about to pull the shit out of his you know, gun holder until he got to our door on the other side. And she was just watching him. I mean, like with her with her gaze forward, looking at him with her eyes. He opened the door and got the toy gun. That toy gun, y'all, I'm telling you, that toy gun was so bright and toy-like. It was ridiculous. And then the mere fact that the stupid asshole was like, that toy gun could get you shot. And I'm like, so you know it's a toy. Like, I get it. I get it. I understand if if it looked real. I understand if it looked real. Like, if it looked like a real gun. But you can clearly see the fucking cheap-ass Dollar Tree plastic that holds the water in the water gun. Like, he wanted a reason to shoot us that night. He wanted a reason. And when he got the toy gun, he kind of just dropped it on the ground and kicked it to the side like it was a real gun. And then he came back around and gave my wife her license and, I mean, her wallet. And she took out her license. She was like, can I take my hands off the wheel now without you shooting me? And he was like, go ahead. And she took her hands off the wheel, put her hand, you know, grabbed her license out of the wallet, gave it to him. And he was like, I apologize. It's just that it's... It's just that it's been like in the in the past situations that I had with certain people. They would carry guns in their uh, glove compartment and pull it out on us. And I'm just like, oh, my God, nigga, you cracker. You literally said that you knew it was a toy gun. Like you said, that toy gun will get you shot. I heard that. And it was just crazy because I'm like, they're so fucking trigger happy. Like. She didn't even reach for the gun. It fell out on the floor. <laughs> like when she opened the glove compartment, it fell out on the floor. <laughs> he still was about to shoot us both. <laughs> oh my god. That's so triggering. And and that's one of the that's from my experiences. That's one of the reasons why I'm just so over and fed up with like dirty races white supremacist um just prejudice ass cops who don't give a fuck about anybody else's lives but themselves not even give a fuck about anybody else's lives but white men but give a fuck about anybody else's lives but themselves and 
personally, like, I am so grateful for, like, my dope-ass friends, white, black, whatever, race, whatever. Like, I'm grateful for those people because, like, I seem to be cool with the people who understand my frustration, that I don't hate white people. I fucking love people. Like, I fucking love white people. I fucking love people. I love you guys. I do with all my heart and soul. Love you. Love you to the moon and stars and back. It's it's the it's the ones that it's the ones it's the racists that are blatantly rude and heartless with the words that they say that really make me want to hex them. I said what I said. Um, and then today at work, like I really had to, I had to really step away from a certain environment that I had to step away because on top of the fact that, you know, my wife just buried her mom last week and you know me not having my car as of right now and it's understandable why I don't have it of course but it's just like it's still kind of like oh you know and then like from a situation that me and my my wife and I had that have that occurred leading to our cars both getting the fucking bumpers both the both the bumpers on both of our cars were cracked when we were trying to go to the beach on when we were trying to go to the beach yesterday both of our bumpers got cracked because of a fucking broken piece of truck tire that was on the road that a lady in front of us ran over it literally bounced on my wife's bumper and bounced off of it to my car behind her and cracked my bumper in these cars we literally both just got you guys like it was it's just a lot that's been going on I needed to go to the beach yesterday to heal like as a water sign as a Scorpio like the the ocean is literally a safe haven for me and my mind because I went to work and was like I am spiritually mentally emotionally and physically drained not even trying to be not even like not even over exaggerating I was serious and how you know I was serious is because like even when I am going through something I always go to work with a smile like or at least I try to smile and or if I'm not smiling someone makes me smile Oh yeah, this this woman was not smiling today at all at work. And it didn't make it any better when I allowed myself to become a little bit triggered by a coworker bringing up looting and rioting in the break room at work. Knowing, me knowing that 
he didn't mean to trigger me. I'm not saying he didn't mean what he said, but he I'm pretty sure he didn't mean to trigger me because he wasn't expect I guess he wasn't expecting me to say anything about it. But it was a little bit tri- it was very triggering because it brought back memories like the reason why the people riot. The reason why the people loot, the reason why the people protest is because of it being a statement. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying that I agree with the looting. I'm not saying that I will do that. I'm not saying that I agree with the rioting or will do that, but I understand it. I completely understand it to a T. And I understand it because there were a few times where I was placed in a situation where to where I almost got shot by a policeman. And there were moments in times moments in time where I participated in protests, peaceful protests, and still got followed by some cops that were just trying to stop it. And I'm like, we can't even protest. So, okay. So, so you, you say peacefully protest, we do it. Then you try to stop the peaceful protest so that people will ignore the voices people then riot and loot and their voices are finally heard their voices are are heard <laughs> i can't oh my god i can't even get into I can't, I'm not even going to get into detail about Colin Kaepernick kneeling. Like, motherfuckers didn't listen to that shit. And got mad at that. Like, motherfuckers would literally buy Nike shoes to burn. Like, stupid asses, y'all already bought the shoes. Y'all are so dumb. (laughs) Are you dumb? Like, seriously, like, you bought the shoes already. You bought the shoes already just to burn it. Okay, thank you for spending your money (laughs) on the shoes. All because of a guy kneeling. And Nike sponsors him. And he kneeled because it was a peaceful way of protesting. He kneeled at the national... He kneeled during the national anthem. Cool. Peaceful protest, right? I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't make a statement or disagree or you shouldn't burn your shoes it's fine i'm 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 saying you're dumb for doing it i'm not saying you you shouldn't <laughs> you're dumb for doing it because you bought the shoes you know you're not you know I, i'm not trying to that's your way of protesting colin kaepernick kneeling right okay cool but then when my fellow brothers and sisters and African-American men and women continue to die behind the hands of racist and racist cops. You get upset when we protest. You get upset when we protest. And then 
<laughs> when you try to stop us from protesting, you get upset when we riot or you get upset when we're angry behind a protest. It's like we can't do shit. We can't do shit for the the please to 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 um we can't do shit to let the public hear what the fuck we got to say without like tiptoeing or like we would we have to tiptoe around y'all but if we tiptoe y'all can't hear shit because y'all motherfuckers are deaf but then when we're and I'm and like I said I'm not just talking about white racist people not white people but right white racists so I hope my white people I hope you guys don't think that I'm talking about y'all I'm talking about the motherfucking racists or the people who are undercover racists who pretend not to be. I see you, motherfuckers. I've been seeing you. <laughs> the ones that I grew up and went to school with. I see you. Fucking Lakeside High School, racist side high school in Evans, Georgia. Yep. That's the school that's the high school I went to. That shit was so damn racist. Like I felt the fucking racist energy from these motherfuckers like so fucking right and it and it's clear and almost just beyond me and it's crazy it it became clear as I got older when I would see posts racist as rude as racist as posts from these people that I literally worked fucking projects with in high school like group projects with I'm like shit like, it's crazy. I just want love and equality for us all. Like, I do. I want... It's it's going to take some... If we ever get there, it's going to take a long time. Because everybody deserves to be treated fairly. Um, black Lives Matter. I say it again, black lives matter. I say it again, black lives matter. I say it again, black lives matter. I say it again. Black lives matter. Black, black lives matter. And if you don't take the time to actually understand why I scream that, proud as hell, then it's no use. It's no use. It's no use to you. It's no use to you. Like, just move on move forward keep it moving (laughs) keep it moving bruh because this ain't for you obviously obviously it's not for you and if it's okay for you to see 
a person literally get murdered right on the street, right on camera. Same identity as the other ones, black male, black female, get murdered right on the streets. If you're okay with that and justify it, try to find any kind of justification for that. You literally have no soul, none, zero. And good luck where you're going because, and, and I'm not, who am I to say? I'm saying that, hell, good luck where you're going. No, seriously, good luck where you're going. You have no soul. You have no soul. Who am I to say? Nobody. But the mere fact of knowing you are okay with seeing this over and over and over and over again, you literally have no soul. You have zero soul. But all I want to say to you out there who are listening to what I'm saying in this podcast, I hope you are able to listen behind the angry words and to hear what I'm saying literally from my heart. We are tired and exhausted and we have no privilege Black people, many people of color, we have no privilege in a system that was made to lead us to lose, not lead us, but to, um, to, to make us lose a system that we can't win in. We have no privilege. And for you who recognize that you have privilege, I am not saying that we're blaming you for your privilege. We're not. All we want you to do is understand and recognize that you do have it. And to understand that this system was founded, this country was founded on racism. Founded on racism. And the system was made by the people who founded this country. And it's very broken. It's very broken. It's extremely fucked up. And the sad part is many of you know this. You know it, but you choose to ignore it because it ain't got nothing to do with you. And some of you may feel like your privilege will be threatened if you give, if you, if you, um, your privilege will be threatened if you recognize it. And about the looting, 
in the riots. Take some time to read and, and understand that a lot of these riots begin with undercover fucking uh, white supremacist. <laughs> like, people are funny. Like, they love... <sighs> the blame game is real, bruh, out there when it comes to people of color and African-American people. Like, the blame game... Like, they even tried to... Like, every death of an African-American... That and, and it's a long list. They tried to dig up something to make it seem justified that this person died. Or, excuse me, not died. This person was murdered behind the hands of racists. And with George Floyd, they tried to blame that he had a heart condition, pre-existing conditions. and And I'm just like... Y'all are trying it for real. You li- you know he died and was murdered. Like, he, he died from having his neck pressed down on the fucking pavement. Like, what are you talking about? But we're tired. And like I said, I'm not saying I agree with the looting and the riots, but I'm not surprised either. I'm not surprised, nor am more, nor do I not understand. I get it. I understand. You can come at me, though. And... This is probably going to be my most least listened to podcast episode, but um, it's fine as long as I get the message out for a few people. Um, shout out to my mentor and yoga sister, Melissa Ricard. I used an example of you know, one of your posts. Um, shout out to my sister, Dr. Michaela Bethune. She was the one that I posted the picture of where she had written on a piece of notebook paper where it says, Stop Killing Black People. Um, who else? Oh. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and shout out to my wife for being there. Um, and shout out to my listeners. And to one of my listeners being my wonderful, beautiful fellow witch of a friend, Jordan McClellan. She just became a new follower and a new listener. Um... I love you guys. I'm going to end this podcast and drink some Jim Bean or Captain Morgan because this is a dark liquor type of night for me. 
I I really need to rest because I'm exhausted. I'm saddened. I am heartbroken. And I'm tired. And I do need to heal. I need to stay off of social media for a moment. (laughs) My wife just sent me a text message saying, I'm getting dog food. (laughs) She knows that when I'm recording an episode on a podcast that she she knows not to bother me or to come in the room and open the door and speak to me so she sent she she's so fucking cute and adorable she sent me a text message saying i'm gonna go get dog food (laughs) because she also knows that i get upset when she goes somewhere and not tell me where she's going so she was like okay the best best you know, how do I do this? Okay, I'll just send her a text. I'm not going to bother her, but I'm also going to communicate with her. (laughs) She's so cute. But, um, um, today is the start, today is also the start of Pride Month, but so for you LGBTQ people out there or LGBTQ supporters, happy Pride Month. Please stay safe out there when you're protesting. And if you do protest, I really hope you are wearing your masks because the COVID-19, which is something that everyone also seemed to forget about, is still going on. There are still deaths that are, uh, the death rate is still rising in the U.S. So be careful. And I love you guys. I will talk to you guys next week on another episode um i'm going to try to get my wife to be in there with me but we'll see (laughs) all right you guys love you and have a wonderful beautiful night